Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We're talking, man. Man. You know, we're talking a lot of things. Born again. What it means to be born again. We're talking the fire in the cloud, following the fire in the cloud as the children of Israel did out of bondage. Out of bondage. If you ever come out of any bondage or a habit that was toxic for you, or if you've ever been delivered from anything, <laughs> if you've ever been delivered from anything, it is imperative for you, for us, to follow the fire and the cloud. It's not just coming out of, coming out is never God's point. If I prepare a place for you here and you're there, it's necessary for you to come out. But the point is not coming out. The point is coming to the place I prepare. So if God is calling any of us out of a habit, relationship, or something that we love is, oh, I've got to stop doing it. Don't do it begrudgingly. He's only doing it because he's already prepared another place for you. People who leave their old ways kicking and screaming are not anticipating the destination before them. You see no future besides your past. So you keep the old relationship, you keep the old homies, you keep the old girlfriends, because you see nothing better in your future. And God is like, I'm not going to show you your future. I'm going to show you me. And I should be good enough for you to follow. Ooh, y'all quiet early. I should be good enough for you to follow out of certain things, because I'm never just bringing you out. I'm only you bringing you out to bring you in. I got one question for you this morning. Are you ready to go in? One more side. Are you ready to go in today? You've been in the place you're in long enough. It's been great. You have mastered this level. Give yourself a hand. That's amazing. You have mastered this season. Now it is time for the seasons to change. Woo, I feel a season change upon us right now. I said, I feel a season change upon us right now. We are right in the midst of a shift. And when you're in the midst of a shift or a turnaround or a change, communication is imperative. My wife and I will be married 24 years in December. We, <laughs> that's, yeah, that is praiseworthy right there. Man. She said, you old. Sit down. We've known each other long, longer than we haven't at this point. So when I married her at 18, all these noises. Oh, oh, ooh, oh. She was legal. You all right? <laughs> when I married her at 18, I was 21. I knew her. I knew her enough to commit to her at that level. This is my, we're going, we're going, I love her. I'm committed to her. Good and bad, rich and poor. I can commit to this. This is it right here. This is it for me. Marry her. Boom. 25, she started changing or evolving as she should because she's not 18 no more. 
we got a kid now. All this stuff is different. So we started bickering and going back and forth because I ain't understand. You always like ice cream. Now you want sherbet? Wow, I hate when, when people change. I mean, I don't like when people change. Be careful when, when dialogue is like that between you and others because that's low-level control. I need you to stay how I always like you to be. Now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all, but you? <laughs> so we started, I started learning that the, 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 the communication is the revolving door from one place to the next. Communication with my wife while she's changing. Well, babe, well, what's going on? You don't like meatloaf no more? No, I just, that's, oh, really? Well, what's going on? Well, okay, well, you don't under, okay, well, we, well, what if I like the, okay, and we talk it through, and we both end up on the other side. Now, it's a process. That's why I said a revolving door. It ain't just the, and it definitely ain't the automatic Jones. I wish I just automatically understood her, and the closer I got, oh, I got it, babe. Oh, okay. Oh, I got I wish I just understood her like that. It don't happen like that. You got to go through them turns, and sometimes I go through that door four times. Sometimes I get dizzy trying to understand. And she get dizzy trying to understand me. Because when you're in a relationship with something that's alive, it grows. It expands. It changes. It goes through things that affects them differently than it affects you. So if and when you love the thing you're committed to, you'll converse through it and not argue through it. Because you're not changing on me. You're changing. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I often say God doesn't change. He moves. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But he moves just like the fire in the cloud. So when you're in a season of transition and God is moving, you're like, hey, he ain't, I don't feel him like I used to. Or I don't got that peace. I don't got that joy. When I, go to, when I used to go to church, when I used to pray, when I used to, I used to feel, now it seems... I'm far from him. He didn't leave you. He just moved. And we haven't moved with him. <laughs> so communication is imperative and paramount and of most necessity when it's mandatory when it comes to shift, transition, or change. Last year, we should have all <laughs> learned how to communicate with God just a little bit more. Instead of, instead, well, you can say God, about to say, I was about to say, instead of God, what are you doing? But you're allowed to ask him anything, any kind of way. He don't even care as long as it's him. He can take all your upsetness. He can take all your, I thought you loved me. Cool. He can take all of that. He's not emotionally moved. He's not like man at all. You know what I mean? That little stuff, get man. Oh, I thought you loved me. I do love you. What you want? And you manipulate people emotionally to get what you want but not respecting their change. Because everybody don't even know they're changing. I just woke up and had a little peach fudge on my mustache. I didn't know I was getting a mustache when I first got one. I didn't go to bed like, please let that thing come out my lips tomorrow. Please let it come out the top of my lips. <laughs> Tim, you feel me? <laughs> I didn't know. I just woke up like, oh, so you don't even always know when you're growing. 
You got to go to the family reunion. Like, you getting big, Samantha. Oh, I'm just, I, I didn't even know this. When you're alive and moving, you don't know all the time when you're growing or changing or expanding. So a conversation could bring it to my realization. I didn't even realize that because I'm still in the same flow and I feel like I know you, but it, it, you, communication. So when we're in a season of a shift, we got to lean into prayer. We got to lean in harder to communicating with God because we are in a season of change, shifting, and going from one place to the next, coming out of a thought process into another one coming out of a way of being into another one. You can't just come out of Egypt and be like, where the promised land at? You think it's over there? You, you can't just be glad you're out. You can't just be glad it's over. That's praise number one. Well, praise number one is he's able. Praise number two is it's over. Praise number three is I made it to the next place. That's the point. He never brings you out to leave you hanging. That's what I hate about school systems sometimes. Because once you graduate from college, it's like. Sorry. To all the graduates, congratulations for graduating again. We celebrate you very much. But keep doing Stay in school in Jesus' name. But they have no plan for you. They just leave you hanging. And you got a student loan you got to pay for the next 20 years. God is not like man. I'm not bringing you through all of that to leave you with nothing. Woo. I said, I'm not bringing you through all of that to leave you with nothing. Jesus said, no man that has sacrificed all that stuff for me, or you're going to be blessed in the time to come and right now. Tell somebody, I am about to be blessed right now. If you ain't sacrificed nothing, you can't celebrate. But you know there are some things you said, no, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to honor God. No, I'm going to do it his way. I could do it, but I'm going to honor you. If that's you, here's your praise moment right here. So now we got to start asking God. So check this out, though. Go to the second slide. Check this out. Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whatever you desire when you pray, believe you got it and you shall have it. Wrong side. Let me try y'all over here. Yep. So I ain't even got to say it. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever you, whatever, whatsoever things you desire. Now, here's the context. When you pray, not whatever you desire when you're on vacation or when you're shopping or when you're scrolling or when you're looking at social media. No, because we got a lot of desires conjured up through other people's lives. You understand what I'm saying? You get so sick and tired of living vicariously through who you're following that you start desiring it for yourself. I'm not saying whatever you desire in life when you pray because chances are you're in line with my agenda for you anyway. You're in a better space when you desire when you pray. So the insinuation is I'm assuming you pray anyway. So whatever you desire when you're talking to me, believe that you receive it. 
and you shall have what you believe God for. Believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Believe it. Believe it. And it doesn't stop there. Every week, this comes up. There's another scripture, y'all. It, it keep, this point keeps coming up with prayer and people. Prayer and people. Prayer and people. Prayer and people. I want to pray with the people. I want to talk to you with the people. I want to focus here with the people. Got to do this with the people. People keep coming up in prayer conversations with God. I'm trying to talk to you about the milk in my house, Father. I ain't got no milk. Can you bring me, give me some milk and bread and eggs in Jesus' name? That's what I'm trying to pray for. You keep saying, since you're down there praying, why you standing praying to me if you think of something you got, you, somebody you got a problem with, forgive them. Ooh. Just know that in my flesh, I don't want to say this every week to y'all either. Got to. Our prayers could be hindered because of an unforgiving heart. I don't want us wasting time and energy and sweat praying to God, wondering why we don't have a favorable response. Or God may be saying nothing to you. I prayed about it for six years, but I ain't heard nothing. He's just waiting for you to forgive that person for what they did 15 years ago. It could be a prayer hinderer to harness bitterness in your heart as you're praying to God. I, that scripture was so powerful to me, but then the conjunction came and when you stand praying. I was like, whatever you believe, you shall have it. I wanted to run around the church on that. But God said, put that other verse up there too, bro. I was like, no, God, I can just put this one verse. I done said that for three weeks. He said, nah. Put that other verse up there too. This is a condition in prayer that'll assist you getting it answered. I gotta forgive. Since while you stand praying, forgive. If you have all, well, you can go back, you can go back, you can go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. If you have all against any, that your Father in heaven will forgive you your trespasses. Because essentially, you want Him to look beyond your faults and see your needs. Because we know we ain't coming to God flawless. That actually stops most of us from praying sometimes. I ain't going to pray. I know I got some. So instead of fixing what we know we should fix, we just don't communicate with him. And that causes God to be like, live, where art thou? Adam just knew he messed up so bad, God don't even want to talk to me. No, 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 it's not that I don't want to talk to you, but when you talk to me, we're going to deal with that. You, you understand what I'm saying? At certain times, you don't want to talk to your parents because you know they're going to bring up, why didn't you do the dishes? So you ain't going to ask to go to City Walk because you know. I want to go to City Walk, but I ain't about to ask them because I know I ain't do the dishes. So we just avoid conversation. <laughs> parents come home, hey, kids. Oh, man, how you going? Instead of dealing with what you know you got to deal with. And God will always have you come to the place where you have to humble yourself and deal with what you got to deal with. Because what you need, you can only get from him. 
Amen? All right. As, the Lord's Prayer, what we call it. It's the first word in the Lord's Prayer is our. He said, when ye pray, singly or, or plural, when you pray, say our. The first word in the Lord's Prayer is inclusive of my brothers and sisters that I'm already in harmony with. I've already handled what I need to handle with my brothers to my left and my right. So I'm coming to you with a clean heart concerning my people. And I can boldly say our father. I can speak on behalf of those that are connected to me because we cool. We settled all the disputes. We've forgiven one another. So I can come to you and say our He's so concerned about our treatment of others and our heart concerning each other that he put that as the first word of his prayer. Our. That's very important. Another point to get an answer prayer, what I want to focus on today for the next 10 minutes, babe. Give me 10 minutes. Okay. Next scripture. Here we go, y'all. It says, and if you ask anything in my name. Ooh. Ooh. I was going to preach that today. I said the sermon was going to be something about the name Jesus. I, I was going When you pray in the name of Jesus, you activate heaven's response. The name of Jesus is the key to answered prayer. Praying in the name, woo, in the name that's above all names. Somebody say Jesus. If you ask anything in my name, something about the name Jesus. Somebody scream that name loud. Just say, Jesus. If you do it in my name, I will do it for you. Then the Father's glory will be shown through the Son. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, so, let's just for all, let's just for all, uh, what is it called, in, intents and purposes. That's it. Let's just say that all prayer works. People pray to rocks, stones, and they get results. They pray to water. They be out there in the ocean. They play to trees, and they get a response. Not from trees, but from spirits that's like, <laughs> they think these trees work. Let's get them. Spirits, like, they think this water works. Let's get this. It's spirits. Like, they think these crystals work. Let's talk to them. They think these <laughs> paintings on the wall, these ancestors, let's talk to them. <laughs> I heard from granddad when I was praying. I heard from, you heard from a spirit that knew granddad, how he talked. 
Never mind. Your granddad is gone. The Bible says the dead cannot praise. So how can they talk to you? So you're messing around with spirits, evil spirits, mocking, copying, imitating your loved ones to manipulate your heart. Oh, I got to go back to the tarot card reader. She told me exactly what my great aunt said. It's a spirit that was hanging with or in your great aunt. This is my belief. This is my personal belief. Excuse me. This is my personal belief. Okay. Ours. It's ours. Okay. Ours. Because if we could communicate to the dead for direction, what is Jesus for? What's the Bible for? What's the spirit of wisdom for? I could just ask my great aunt, my great uncle, my great, my great, but not my great God. I'm going to ask my great God. Oh, my God, I'm getting excited. Excuse me. Anybody with me? I'm going to ask my great God. If I'm going to ask my great anything, I'm going to ask the great I am. Rubbo Coach shout out. Excuse me. I'm getting excited, y'all, because the world is crazy. We will put up any idol to represent the true God because we have to have a God we control. The children of Israel was brought out of the Red Sea by almighty God. They endured ten plagues. They saw the hand of God. He said, I brought you out by my mighty hand. If anybody know God is real, it should be the children of Israel. He led them in the wilderness, but Moses took too long on the mountain. They said, where is Moses? Where is Moses? Where is Moses? Make us another God. When God takes too long to respond, you make your own. <laughs> when God takes too long, I erect my own idol. Now I'm an alcoholic. Now I'm trying on drugs because I made another thing my source instead of the only one I really got. Because <sighs> I have to have a God under my control. Where is God at? I need him... Let's talk to, now they'd rather pray to this golden image and a golden calf than the God that brought them out. They went back to old ways because God was taking too long. All of my appointed time will I wait. All of my appointed, I feel something in here. All of my appointed time will I wait until my change comes. I'm not putting another God before him. I'm going to wait till the real God responds. I'm not going to add another God to my life. I'm going to wait till I hear from the real God. Somebody scream at me. Woo. All prayer works, but all prayer is not best. You know how for best results, shake well, for best results, pray in his name. A bike works, but a Rolls Royce is better. Why y'all still treading on the bike, God? And you can have a private jet, God. <laughs> just because you, you get a response from other sources doesn't mean that his snake won't eat both their snakes. <laughs> ah, somebody say, in the name of Jesus. 
Say it again in the name of Jesus. One more time. In the name of Jesus. Then the Father's glory will be shown through the Son. When we pray in the name of Jesus, we're acknowledging that we have no right of access at all to God but by him. We have no access to God but by Christ. So when you pray in the name of Jesus, you understand what I'm asking for. I can't even come to you with me. I got to come to you in the name of your son. Are you hearing me? Okay. So that's how his name is glorified. So uh, 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 condemnation is often the enemy of answered prayer. Yep, that's a good point. Condemnation. I can't pray. I did this. I, I, oh, man, he ain't going to hear me. I, oh, he, condemnation. Condemnation. It's the enemy to answer prayer. Some of us don't pray at all, and some of us, when we do pray, we pray with doubt and fear because of all we done did. Come on, y'all. Because of all we done did. We, we just pray with so much doubt, but he ain't really going to do it. God, could you? <sighs> Condemnation. It's the enemy to answer prayer. And a, the root of condemnation is self-righteousness. I should have it together by now. Why am I still? You, you condemn yourself because you think I should. You self-justify. You can't do it, period. So the pride in us and the I should have this together by now in us creates condemnation. When we should just accept his grace. Are you understand what I'm saying? Don't seek to justify yourself. Like when I pray this time, I'm gonna get it because I, I'm gonna get it this time because I fat, I fasted. I don't justify yourself because the little good you did do is still filthy rags. Are y'all hearing me? So just free yourself and just say, I know I ain't good enough. I know I don't deserve it, but in Christ, I'm a new creature. In Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. That's why I pray in Jesus' name. Are y'all hearing me? <laughs> so let me keep making this point. So at some point, we must surrender our attempts to justify ourselves and just receive grace. I'm almost done. It takes humility to receive grace. It takes humility because you can't receive kindness if you think you deserve it. Ain't that good? So if I think you should have opened the door for me, you don't receive kindness. So humility is like, oh, I don't deserve that, but you, you went the extra mile and opened my door. Now you receive kindness. We reject kindness with pride, arrogance, and self-righteousness. We reject love. Because love exists, oh God, love exists because of faults. Love covers the multitude of sins. So, for God so loved the world that he gave, so we ain't going to perish. So, because of all of our sins, God had to express love. You don't love nobody, really, unless you see their faults and go past it. I don't mean ignore it. But you know what I mean? We're going we to deal with it because I love you. Now, you love somebody when you see they mess. Okay. We don't really love people. Never mind. We love how people make us feel. 
We love how people make us look. We love what people do for us. But we don't have patience for anybody's faults. We don't have patience for anybody's weaknesses because we don't have real love. And if you think you ain't got no faults and you just perfect and that's right, they love me, you're not receiving their love because they see you stink. They see it. They smell it. They see your stinking attitude, but they like, nah, I ain't going nowhere. We, the, the skunk huggers. <laughs> love, I, I smell it, but I don't care. I, it's, I, I see it, but I don't care. I love you beyond your behavior. Because I know that's your behavior. That's not who you be. That's the behavior. That ain't the be. And if I love who you be, I can endure your behavior. And we still be on good terms, or we still got to understand it. Relationships crumble every day because nobody can handle anybody's skunk. All right, I'm done. Here's my last point, y'all. Check this out. Why Jesus' name? What, what's, why, why in Jesus' name? Here's the scripture that I'm going to go, and we're going to close after this. We're talking prayer and praise, by the way, these next couple of weeks. Liv is going to in a season of intense prayer and praise. Prayer and praise. I'm reminded of uh, uh, Paul and Silas. I say it every week. Paul and Silas was in jail in chains, bound. But one prayed, one sang praises, then one sang praises, and then one prayed. And the Bible says their bonds were loosed and the doors were open. So prayer and praise creates freedom and access. Can anybody use a little freedom and access this season? So we're going into a time of intense prayer, but I don't want us to just pray amiss. I want us to understand prayer. Why in Jesus' name? Here's why. Let's go. Here's the scriptures talking about God. It says, though he was the next one. Thank you. Though he was God. This is Jesus. He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead... He gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave or servant and was born as a human being. This God, did you see that? Though he was God, he's God, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he didn't just uh, uh, keep the privilege of his godness and the king and see his people hurting. Well, I'm the king. And see his people bound in sin. Well, I'm the king. And see his people ch- chained. About, well, I'm the king. Well, see his people in poverty. Well, I'm the king. And see his people depressed and stressed out. Well, I'm the. No, this is not more important than them. My kingship is not a badge of honor. My love is. So I'll become a human being. And he appeared in human form. Keep going. Keep going. This is why Jesus' name, y'all. He humbled himself in obedience to God. He humbled himself in obedience to God. He humbled himself in obedience to God. Are you willing to humble yourself in obedience to God? and die a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, (laughs) therefore, in other words, because of that, it's still quiet, I live, it's okay. God elevated him. He humbled himself. God elevated him. 
He humbled himself. God elevated him. He didn't have to be humbled. Nothing happened in his life to humble him. He chose humility, and God chose to elevate him. Do you see a pattern here, Lynn? You go low, he brings you up. You go down, he raises you up. God elevated him to a place of highest honor and gave him, oh God, a name. Oh God, he gave him a name above every name. He's the only thing, only being that chose to die for all humanity. He's the only one that said, I'll put aside my kingly garments and I'll put on human flesh to die. Therefore, he's worthy. That's why he's worthy. God said, you're going to do that, my son? I'm going to put everything under your feet. Because it's God's children. Jesus did it for his father's kids. Uh-oh. Jesus did it for his father's kids. And because you care for my kids that much, everything in heaven and in earth is under. Go to the next scripture, please. That at the name of Jesus. I said at the name of Jesus. I'm about to run. Hey, at the name. Hey, at the name of Jesus. Every day. Live where you at this morning. Every day shall bow in heaven, in the earth, under the earth, and every tongue confess and openly acknowledge that Jesus, Jesus, the lily of the valley, Jesus, the bright and morning star, Jesus, the first and the last, Jesus, the Alpha and Omega, Jesus, the first begotten of the dead, Jesus, my healer, my way maker, my deliverer. He is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. God keeps getting the glory. God keeps getting the glory. I said, and God keeps getting the glory. He keeps getting the glory because it's a system he created. He said, if Jesus, when you die, if you even pray in his name, I'll activate all of heaven on your behalf because Jesus is the key to getting to God's attention. If you come in his name, oh my Shata, he will no wise cast you out. If you come in the name of Jesus, can somebody scream, Jesus? All right, y'all stand up. I got to go. Everybody standing. going to respect my sacrifice. Jesus is the Lamb of God. Priests would always bring sacrifice. This sacrifice is God's. He's the Lamb of God. So what God is saying is the whole earth going to respect my sacrifice. I ain't even hearing you unless you're coming through that land. I, I ain't going to have my son do all that for you to go around him to talk to me. He took on the sins of the whole world. 
If you don't believe that, you shouldn't be praying, period. You got to come this way. That's why it says narrow is the way. I ain't, uh-uh. Ain't no 80 ways to the Father. No, my son did all that. He humbled himself down to a slave level, born in a manger as a king. Nah, ain't got no way to lay his head all 33 years of his life. He ain't had no mansion. He ain't had no kingdom. He was just all about you. He was all about healing you. He was all about saving you. He was all about helping you. He was all about bringing you out. He was all about making a way for you. He didn't even make a name for himself. Are you kidding me? I am not going to have my son do all that. His reward is all things under his feet. Jesus, your reward, thank you for doing that, son. You sit on my right hand. That's the most prestigious seat. You sit at my right hand, and all things are under your feet. In heaven, heaven responds when you say in Jesus' name. In earth, earth has to respond and be shaken by the name of Jesus. And things under the earth, demons are subject to the name of Jesus. You can not only pray in the name of Jesus, You can cast out devils in the name of Jesus. You need to go home and say, in the name of Jesus, depression, get out of my house. Y'all quiet over here. You need to go home and say, in the name of Jesus, confusion, leave this house. Go home today and say, in the name of Jesus, I declare peace. I declare joy. I declare love. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Satan, the Lord God rebuke you. Use the name. You got a name. Your name is champion above all. Your name is the great I am. The name that you got is the first and the last. He's the be all and all. Oh God, I gotta go. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your love. Thank you for choosing the humble way to give me new life. How dare I just come to you with a problem and now thank you first for all you did. Go home. Get rid of confusion, death, sickness. They're all trembling at the name. You can go home like, I know I don't have no power in my voice. I know I don't have no power in my name. But there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah! Say, break every chain. Say, break every chain. One more time. There is power. There is power. Sing it. In the name of Jesus. Once again. There is power. In the name of Jesus. Say, there is power. In the name of Jesus. Hey, to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Next scripture. Break every chain. Let me 
say this, then I'm going to pray that we're all going to go home or go across the street to Cafe LeVay. Please don't walk before I dismiss. It's just a distraction. Check this out, y'all. He didn't even spare his own son. Jesus was on the cross. God didn't even spare him. He didn't even block the cross or the suffering from his son. Go ahead. I'll give my son to you. I'll give my son for you. He didn't even spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? I say it all the time. What's a mansion compared to my son? So I'm going to give you my son's life, but keep a raise from your job from you? I'm going to give you my son's whole life, and not just he got, he got stabbed. Not, nah, he was, he was marred, he was bruised, he was ripped, his flesh was hanging like this. Bible says you don't even know if it was a human on the cross. It was just slabs of meat, blood, and bones. They were trying to make a point out of Jesus. Not just you robbed somebody, you stole. You think you God? They mocked it. Oh, you God? Oh, you God, huh? God did all that for you? But going to keep a check? You're going to have to work hard for a blessing, but he gave you freely his son? The devil is a liar. I said, the devil is a liar. He already gave you his most valuable thing. He already gave it to you. If I didn't spare my son, but I gave him for you, how shall I not give you all things? Two words there, though. With him. Look, look, look. I didn't even spare my own son, but I gave him to you. How shall he not, with him, freely give you all things? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So if you're asking me for something and I see my son in your heart, you can have it. I'm not going to give it to you without him. The same son that did all that, when I see him in your heart and I see that you got your mind stayed on him, I'll freely give you anything because I'm not even looking at you. I'm looking at my son. I'm looking at the same one that did all that for you. Stop asking God for stuff without his son. How can what I'm asking bring, bring glory to him and what his son did for me? I'll freely give it to you if I see my son. Live you got the most powerful name that exists in existence. The most powerful name in heaven. The most powerful name in earth. The most powerful name under the earth. In all existence. The galaxies, the universe. <laughs> the universe will bless you. The universe can't bless you. Universe. <laughs> verse. Verse. Spoken. Verse. It's a, it's a, it's a lot. Who spoke the verse? You got to speak a verse. <laughs> Verses just don't exist. Not even with uh, Timbaland and anyway. Verses just don't exist. It has to be spoken. You have the most powerful name and he is Jesus. Use the name this week. First, get more acquainted with him. 
Father, thank you for your sacrifice. Oh, all that you did, I was reminded. It's not even Easter, but I was reminded of all you done. Thank you. We was talking, and Joe was telling me, he said, we were waiting to thank God for blessings, and God, you blessed me with a wife and kids. Before you had a wife, you had his blood. <laughs> the greatest thing he ever gave us and will give us is his own life. So no blessing you're asking for is greater than the blessing he already gave. So all prayer should start with thanks. And we're going there next week. All prayer should start with thanks. Because he's already done more than whatever you're going to ask for. If you agree with that, clap your hands and say amen. All right, you feel me? Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Clap your hands for the name of Jesus, y'all. You got a name, use it this week. Pray in his name, ask in his name, rebuke in his name, declare in his name. In the name of Jesus, I'm whole. In the name of Jesus, I have a sound mind. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. Declare some things in his name. And we'll learn later that when you declare the promises of God, it's guaranteed results. The promises of God are yes and amen. So Father, we thank you for your name. We thank you for your power, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that all hell will be subject to the name of Jesus. And we don't go in our name. Even David said, you come to me with a sword and spear, but I come in the name of the Lord. Giants fall when we use the name of Jesus. I speak to every giant in your life, every Goliath in your life. I speak that you fall this week. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your name. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Holly, clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. Thank you all for staying. We're about to leave. Ooh, if you're not saved today, if you're not sure if the world ends today, if you're going up or down, you're not sure whether you're going to heaven or hell, not by your works, by your faith. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, oh, I did this last night. I'm not talking about works. I mean in your soul. If you're, not, if you're not surrendered to God and you want to be saved today, lift your hands. I want to be saved today. I see you. I see you. I want to be saved. I see you. I see you. I see you. all three of y'all up there. I see you. Lift your hand. If that's you, I want to be saved today. I want the name of Jesus over my life. I want that power. Oh. Amen. I cannot wait. We're going to be. All right. Let me just pray for you where you are. I cannot wait till we can have you all come to the front. You're still remaining safe right now. We're not laying hands on anyone. But thank God the power's not in my hand. <laughs> it's in the nail-scarred hands of Jesus. So, Father, I saw the hand. You see the heart. I pray that everyone's hand that was raised, that there will be a divine transfer today from death to life, from darkness to light. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your blood that was shed to cleanse us from all sin. And we thank you for making us the righteousness of God. We are not right because we behave right. We are right because we believe in the right one, who is Jesus the Christ. If you raise your hand, you want to be saved today, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for being Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. I believe you died to remove my sins. I believe you rose to give me new life. Today, 
I surrender. I humble myself. And I ask that you fill me with your spirit. In the name of Jesus. I believe. I'm changed. I'm healed. I'm delivered. And I am saved. Say that again. I am saved. I am saved. One more time for the Holy Ghost. I am saved. Liv, can you help celebrate your new family members? You are saved. You are in the body of Christ. Welcome to the family. It doesn't end there. It begins there. Continue to seek him and continue to grow in him. In Jesus' name. Tim, what you about to sing as we go home? God is fighting for us. God bless you, Liv. Be safe as you go home. The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. The name of The Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Live. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.